Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of my pillow, here to tell you about my Giza Dream bed sheets. I made sure that they would be everything you'd ever want in a sheet set. I started with the world's finest cotton called Giza. It's only grown in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all meet. The long staple cotton makes my Giza Dream sheets ultra soft and durable. They come with extra wide pillowcases to fit over any pillow and extra deep pockets to fit over any mattress. Not only that, they come with my 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. And now you can get the best sheets ever for the best price ever. When you buy one of my Giza Dream bed sheet sets, you'll get another one absolutely free. I personally guarantee that they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Welcome back, Renegade Nation. You're listening to Talk on the Street with Laura Marie. What's happening today in Ukraine is just so heartbreaking. I'm very surprised at Putin's behavior, though he did mention over the summer that he was going to do this. He wants to get back the Soviet Union. Some say he wants the crops from Ukraine and wants to just dominate. And some say it's part of this one world order to depopulate by 90%. And some say that he just wants to prove that Pinocchio is as corrupt as he really is. Whatever the reasoning is, it's hard to, to imagine that he's just going in the way he is and he's murdering people. He's bombing people. You know, Kiev has 3 million civilians and they were unprepared. They're in lines. As many of you probably already know, the, the media is just flooding the floodgates with all this stuff. But these people are trying to get out. And my heart just goes out to these people. You know, many prayers to all of you. You know, God is our source of all things and the devil is at work. So what's going to happen here? I blame Pinocchio Joe for this part of the attack happening. For him to eliminate Trump's sanctions on Russia, he had a hold on Russia where they were unable to do something like this. And he goes and he removes all their sanctions. Just, you know, okay. And let's not forget Obama in his second term, right before the election, this for his second term, he, that hot mic moment, he told the Russian guy to let Putin know after the election, he could do whatever he wants. To me, that's all tied in for what's going on today. These two corrupt politicians, Obama and Pinocchio Joe, you know, Putin is having a heyday. He could do whatever he wants. No one's going to interfere with him at all. He threatened the West. If you interfere, you will see a wrath upon you that you've never seen before in your history of existence. That's not the exact words he said, but it was pretty much what he was saying. That was pretty scary right there. You know, Russia is Putin. Whether the people of Russia are supportive of him or not, they're stuck. He makes all the decisions. He might be a brilliant military genius, kind of like Hitler was, a black belt, whatever. But how, you know, think about how he got put in office in the first place back in the 90s, Putin. But these people didn't attack him. Ukrainians, they didn't attack him. These are cousins and relatives of the Russian people, the Ukrainians. And hats off to them. They're being, they're being a little tough over there. You know, Wolf, we're going to fight. So Putin, over the summer, sold off all his dollar holdings so no economic sanctions will affect him at all. He wanted to wait to see what Pinocchio Joe was going to do and what any of the other countries might do, get involved militarily. And they're not doing anything. They've all left Ukraine alone to fend for themselves. Yeah, they've beeped up security or they beeped up the military on the outside, you know, in other countries. But that's only because they could kill American citizens because there's still thousands that are left in the Ukraine or they could 
attack a NATO country after they're done with Ukraine and nobody interferes, do you think they're going to stop there? Absolutely not. They're going to go in Lithuania, Georgia, and who knows who where else. He wants his Soviet Union back and the power behind it. You know, I forget that Boris Yeltsin was in office until 1999. Then Putin took over from you know, for eight years, 1999 until 2008. And then Dmitry Medvedev, you can never say his last name. <laughs> he was in office for four years. And then Putin's back in office again, 2012 until now. How can that be? Who put him there? I bet George Soros did. You know, I feel bad for Ukraine, though. I got to say, I got to add this to, to the mix. People, you know, forgot maybe that Bill Clinton promised Ukraine in 1994 that if he was to give up his nuclear weapons, that the U.S. would guarantee they would back him up if they ever got into a war, if they ever needed help, that he guaranteed that they would, that America would have their back. And look what's happening now. Pinocchio Joe is so weak. He is just rolling over. And it's, I just feel like America is just a sitting duck. Do you not think that what the Ukrainians are going through, they're just living their everyday life free to do as they wish, a free country. And if you don't think it's not coming to our shores with our open borders, you guys might want to think again. Ukrainians have been saying they, have, they don't have any water, food. They start off with shortages. Does that sound familiar? And and look, they're getting attacked. And remember, I, we in the last show, we talked about how Russia took power, took over their power in 2014 and how Pinocchio Joe gave China access to our power grid two weeks after January 20th. And I just feel that when Pinocchio, who's meeting with the G7 at noon today, if he comes out weak and doesn't hold some serious sanctions that he never should have removed in the first place, we might not be here today with a loss of life. I know last night there was 40 people confirmed dead and 30 were military and 10 were civilians. And these poor people are fleeing to the subways for protection or the mountains for protection. You know, and I think, you know, Putin is just in phase one. He took, he's taking out the power grids. He's taking out airports. He's taking out all of their military defense, you know, for Ukraine. And after what Clinton did, they don't have any nuclear. I mean, they have some, but not like they did. No None of the nuclear weapons. It's just really sad what's going on. And this is, a, this is becoming World War III. My personal opinion is becoming World War III because of Pinocchio Joe not being strong, but being very weak. It's almost like, you know, their woke philosophy. When you have a bad guy, he just might need a hug. <laughs> so stupid. But Putin is power hungry and he's going to keep going because no one's going to stop him. But let's see what happens when he goes after the NATO countries, what anyone's really going to do. But China's sitting back watching because they're partners with Putin. And we all know China's on the verge of attacking Taiwan. And do you think that he's going to stop at Taiwan? No, I think they're going to be taking out these smaller countries until they get to us, America. What the Ukrainians are going through right now could be us. And I just, I don't know. They want to depopulate the planet by 90%. Their words, their mission, their goal, world domination. And most of us are not part of it. So what better way to speed up their mission than to start with these other countries, start taking them out, taking them out, gaining power, more power, more power. And we're sitting here with open borders, truckers going on a strike. They're taking away our liberties. They're taking away our freedoms. We're turning into China. There's already cameras at all the stoplights that you say it's for 
traffic stops, you know, shortage of cops. Well, they've been there about 10 years now. So that they know this was going to be happening. You know, just something isn't right. So by the time this airs, who knows where Russia is going to be in the phase of this war. We know that he already did phase one. He was pretty quick about it with no one in his way. And he's just not going to stop. On the world stage, Pinocchio Joe was a weak, frail embarrassment to all of us. It's just disgusting how that fake, corrupt person is in our White House. I probably will tell you this almost every every show. I just, I just, ugh. But what does the future hold? Higher gas prices, inflation going way high, food costs, energy costs. We can't even get car parts. We can't even buy new cars. And then you want to, you know, the cars that we have, you can't even get parts. And if you can, you're pretty lucky. So all of our cars are going to be breaking down, though. They're great. They're rising up in price. They want this new green deal. If Pinocchio Joe had a little backbone, and if this wasn't set up in some way to take us down, and we all know that it is, he could have reversed or temporarily halted what he just put into play this last week of stopping all the drilling on federal land. There's no more drilling on federal land. And that's a lot of the resources that Europe relied on now are having to rely on Russia more so than us. You know, things are hard for us today. And they're only going to get worse. I highly recommend people start stockpiling up on food, water, and basic needs. It's going to get pretty bad. And it doesn't have to be that way. I say the best way to beat Russia is open up our pipelines. Let's go after his economy. That's the only thing that's going to hit him is to go after his economy. Open up our ports. Let's get our goods. Stop relying on China for all of their goods. Just like Trump tried to get all of the companies to come back to America bringing back down corporate taxes, making it appealing for corporations to come back to us, give us our jobs, get us our economy going. You know, those are the kinds of things we need, but this guy, he can care less about us, the American people. He has made that abundantly clear. But that's just my opinion, as well as many others. But I stand by the Ukrainian people. They will fight. Gotta give them credit for that. And they sound a lot like us Americans. We will fight. And when I said that, It instantly reminded me of the Indians back in the day. They will fight for their land and their freedoms while the lying government, just like today, lie, 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 Pinocchio Joe, right? But they lied to the Indians, gave them diseases in their blankets and promised them all all these things and they didn't give them any, any of the things they promised. They killed the buffalo, cut off their food supply. Don't those two things kind of remind you of today? Actually, the three things, the lying, the viruses, and the cutback on the food. You know, a new virus is coming around, they say, and it's going to be attacking the poultry. Remember what a year, a year ago, when they were saying that they didn't want people to have chickens in their backyards or something because it wasn't safe? What? What are they talking about? So now it's, like, it's supposed to be like a bird flu. And what are we going to do after that? Have the mad cow disease again? Well, they're cutting back out our food supply. And I know last summer, a lot of the farmers in the Midwest... The government made them cut back half their crops and paid them for it. Probably not fair market value, but they're cutting back on our food supply. Little by little by little. I mean, there's food in the stores right now, but it's only going to get worse. And then, you know, are we going to be another Ukraine just sitting here doing doing our everyday life while China or maybe Iran or even North Korea or maybe even Russia is going to come attack America? That's just my point of view. I'm not saying that's what's going to happen. I pray that it doesn't. I want to be wrong. 
but I haven't been wrong about many things so far. Unfortunately, it's just their pattern, just their MO. Nothing they do surprises me. So we need to unite, have a lot of faith, and stand tall, stand strong. And let's go, Brandon. We're going to take a break. You're listening to Talk on the Street with Laura Marie.